Hey everyone, Mike Shear coming at you with another episode of Market Fresh. It's the Shear Team's podcast aimed at serving serious real estate agents fresh ideas and strategies that they can use to earn business, build trust, and win in the marketplace. Um, hey, it's December. It's the middle of December. And I know a lot of you as not only are you trying to um, close out the year, but you're also, I'm sure, knee deep in planning for 2021. And really, who knows what 2021 is going to look like, but we all need a plan, right? We all need goals. We need a plan. We need a roadmap. And so here I wanted to take a few minutes and just go over the nine steps to writing your perfect business plan. So um, no matter what stage you are in your real estate career, uh, I'm sure you know that being busy doesn't always mean that you're making money. So that's why having a well-defined business plan coupled with your laser-focused strategy will help you achieve the success that you want for yourself. Um, you've probably heard the, the, the adage, all real estate agents are small business owners, and it's totally true. You're the CEO of you. And ultimately, it's on you to build a solid plan to achieve your goals. So I'm going to get into the nine steps to building a successful business plan. Uh, if you're driving, don't take notes. If you can park, if you're uh, in a spot, uh, I think these are really killer for you as you um, take the next few weeks to plan out what 2021 is going to look like. So number one, identify who you are as a real estate agent. First, most important step, getting yourself started in the right direction on your new real estate business plan starts with understanding who you are. I know it seems basic, but it's vital to understand and be very realistic about your strengths and your weaknesses and what you want to achieve. You'll want to define what's important to you, what are your non-negotiables, your key values, and what you want, what type of service you want to be known for. As most of you um, listening to this know Melissa and I, I'm hoping that one of the first things that stands out for you is we are a family. We are very family-centric. My kids are involved. You know, Melissa and I are married. Our Instagram hashtag is MM. It's a family thing. That's on purpose because it's genuine. It's who we are. It's what we want to be known for. We certainly understand that that does not resonate with everybody and that's okay, right? So identify who you are as a real estate agent. Number two, identify your target real estate market. And when I say market, I do mean geographic market because knowing your real estate market is critical to success. Examine every corner of the market, what sections are hot, what sections have slowed down, and most importantly, where the opportunities lie. Take your time to really dig into the MLS and figure out exactly what number what the numbers tell you. And I know they're fun to look at, I get sucked in looking at them, but don't spend too much time on national or even statewide numbers because you and I both know that real estate is so local that the macro numbers aren't gonna really matter as much as drilling down to the micro level. So here's some good examples of some metrics to watch for. Things like average days on market for different types of properties, um, average price trend in your market, um, the market that you're really targeting, um, number of new listings in a particular sector month over month versus last year. 
that should give you an idea about the health, the stability, and also projecting out, um, kind of forecasting what that's going to look like for you. So know your market. Number three, analyze your local competition. This might be e so easy in today's day with social media, uh, MLS, Zillow, all the technology you have at your fingertips, but you have to understand who the players are in your market where their strengths and weaknesses might lie and how you might be able to identify niches that are currently going unfulfilled. So like I said, follow them on social media, watch closely what they're doing, who they're marketing to. Does their target demographic align with their business? You know, since you've already identified your specific market, do an MLS search for the homes that are listed or have closed and see who the agents are. It's all about understanding what the rest of the field is doing, highlighting and, and highlighting where the market is underserved. Once that's done, then you'll be able to move in and fulfill uh, a, a definite need. Number four, decide what services you'll provide. What do you mean, Mike? I'm a real estate agent. I provide real estate services. Sure. But where's your greatest opportunity? What niche does your market need filled? Perhaps you'll be a condo specialist. Maybe you'll focus solely on new construction. What about first time home buyers? Maybe you want to do commercial real estate, right? You don't have to pick just one, but failing to choose something to focus on is a missed opportunity. So think long and hard about what you, what your team, if you had one that you were really good at, really passionate about, I challenge you to um, become an expert in that field field. And only when you've become an expert in that field, do you then move on and layer another specialty on top. Number five, identify who your ideal customers are. So once you have an idea of the services you're going to provide, you have to have a good idea about who your customers are, right? Easy example. If you're a real estate agent that's specializing in first time home buyers, understand the ages, the needs, how to market, and how to communicate to that demographic. The same is with, um, say you focus, I know agents that really specialize in um, 60 plus, right? The move down, the retirees. Hey, social media is probably not their thing, but snail mail, um, breakfast, in-person, belly to bellies might be the perfect way to communicate with them. So you really need to understand that and then um, kind of build your strategy accordingly. Uh, number six is conduct a SWOT analysis. So what SWOT stands for is strengths, weakness, opportunities, and threats. Here you evaluate each of these categories using what you've discovered about yourself and your business as you've been making notes. It's really a summary and it's kind of a neat way to um, kind of visualize, you know, visualize who you are as a person and as a professional, combine that knowledge with what you know about yourself and how you work. For instance, you might be really, really strong in market analysis, but you're really weak in cold calling. Maybe there's um, an opportunity to hire somebody on your team or partner with a team where you don't have to cold call, but you can really play to your strengths, right? So SWOT analysis is a great thing to keep nearby even after your real estate business plan is, is complete, right? You want to always be reflecting back on your SWOT analysis. Number seven, uh, determine your financial, personal, and professional goals. Um, you know, all of your hard work, 
of your real estate plan has culminated here with your goals. And really for most of us, there is certainly a financial um, number that you're trying to achieve. And, and there's a why behind that financial number, or maybe it's to spend more time with your kids or build a better life. But really hashing out what these goals are is going to be really, really important. Um, a real estate agent that I'm, I'm hoping is listening to this podcast here shortly uh, actually put her goals on social media and she put year over year um, what her goals were and how she hit them and how proud of herself that she is, especially in a pandemic, um, being a new mom. And really I gave her, I, I, I hit her up and I gave her kudos because that's amazing, right? But she had it drilled down um, and they were measurable, right? So here's just a couple quick um, examples of some goals you might want to think about. Specific number of transactions, um, a specific number of buy versus um, list, I guess sides per year, um, you know, target sale price is another one. If you want to be achieving and aiming a certain um you know, size and price point of a home or a neighborhood. Those are things you want to hit. And then certainly year over year, um, revenue growth numbers are all super important. Maybe for you in, in, in this point in your journey, you're looking to add people to your team. That could be something that could be something as well. What about tracking the amount of time in the day you're spending work versus spending family, right? It's super easy in this business to get way off balance and just work, work, work. But what if you really do track how many hours you spend with your family versus working and uh, how that affects your business? Number eight, um, it's kind of a piggyback to seven, but analyze your starting point and your ongoing financial needs. So it's important as an independent contractor, the CEO of your real estate team, that you have a clear focus on your financials. This critical section of your real estate business plan involves getting the math behind all of your plans. Take account all of your operating expenses, marketing, lead generation. Make sure to account for all of your monthly outreach and new client generation efforts, any CRM expenses, uh, yearly MLS dues, quarterly taxes. This is huge for many agents because it's so easy to simply ignore the responsibilities of the finance of of uh, having a solid financial plan it's it's easy it sucks to see that money outgoing a lot of the time right but it's also critical for you to implement a profit and loss statement along with your expenses documentation so you have a very clear understanding of your goals number nine make a plan to revisit your plan it may be tempting to get started right away on your plans you've made, but you need to make sure you're revisiting your strategy. As a real estate business plan, it's a living document, not something carved in stone, not something shoved in your desk. You need to be living, breathing, adjusting, adapting, uh, and changing, frankly. And so I'd suggest a quarterly check-in to see um, how you're progressing, to see if you're aligned with your goals or where you need to make changes. Hopefully that helps. There's nine steps to your business plan. If you want to chat further about it, I've got some templates. Um, Melissa and I are actually working on our business plan for 2021 right now. Certainly we'd love to come together with you um, to share some ideas, to strategize together uh, and to team with you. So um, hopefully this, this episode was impactful for you. I know it was a little bit longer of a listen, but that's okay. Um, 
Please like, subscribe, share the podcast, follow us on social media. We're primarily on Instagram and Facebook. Um, And until next time, keep pouring into Market Fresh, keep pouring into yourself, uh, keep pouring into your business and your customers, and, uh, and know that we're here for you. And uh, until next time, I'll talk to you.